welcome to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Whist. Another show. I'm sure I say that every week. <laughs> yeah, the weeks are going by. Can you believe it? And our year is passing us. And I'm hoping that you are working through your stresses. I've been working with people who have been on a stress management course. And I'm seeing that a lot of people are coping with a lot of things. So as I always say, you know, at the end, and I think maybe I need to say it at the beginning, remember that you're loved, that you matter, and you're not alone. Please also don't feel, you know, that alone, but don't feel that you are the only one experiencing something or that you don't have resources to be able to help you. Please reach out. Please reach out to loved people, your loved ones. Please reach out to a place like SADAG to make sure that you can get the help that you need. Of course, we all just have days that are, oh, let's just stay in bed. And it's important for us to listen to our bodies, to see what it is that we need, but to not slide into the part of our mental health that's not healthy for us. So make sure that you associate with people who are um, are there for you, that have got your goals in mind, that have got your growth in mind, and that encourage you. And yeah, we all have those moments where we go, oh, I can't anymore. But make sure that you surround yourself with people who remind you, but yes, you can. More about the show. You know that Healthcare Eye is about us finding out more about our own health. It's about us taking away the mysteries and the unknowns. But it's also about us um, getting to know different healthcare practitioners, different healthcare professionals, making sure that we understand that they're people. And it's also about us being able to talk about the things that we don't normally talk about. Today's show is all about you finding a doctor and where do you, or specific, not only a doctor, but a specific healthcare practitioner, where do you look for one, um, what must you take into account, how are you currently looking for somebody that you're needing, and we're going to talk about more about that after the break. The more someone makes you think about your body, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your tongue, for example. Usually you hardly notice it's there, but when I mention it, you can feel your tongue bumping against your lower front teeth, the tips just resting on them. You notice your tongue feels just a little too long for your mouth, and you notice it never really lies still. You move it about constantly, without thinking about it, backwards and forwards, and from side to side. Suddenly it feels strangely wet and heavy in your mouth, doesn't it? A few seconds ago, you hardly noticed your tongue, but just one message ensured that you can't stop thinking about it. Now imagine the hundreds of messages girls are exposed to every day, subtly changing the way they think about their bodies. See how you can help with the Dove Self-Esteem Project at selfesteem.dove.co.uk. Stay woke with Vuga Online Radio. Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. Today's show is different because it's me. I don't have a guest, but I was wanting to talk to you about quite a few things. And the first thing is, well, besides the fact that you are loved and you matter and you're not alone and to reach out and to not feel like you don't have any resources to help you, please reach out to people. 
And then I was wanting to talk about how I'm seeing increasingly on social media, how people are saying, oh, I'm looking for, please give me a list of. And what people are looking for is, um, you know, I've actually made a list of them because these are real, real examples on different parts of social media. I'm looking for the right doctor or which doctor is the best. I'm looking for a doctor that listens. Or have you been to Dr. X? Or what do you think of Dr. Y? I've also seen, um, could you please recommend a specific speciality doctor? So um, the ones I did see was a pediatric neurologist and a dentist. Then people said, I need to choose a GP. And the person has given an entire list of GPs saying, which one would you choose from this list? Or... I need one of the best. And then also I've seen more specific examples of I need a doctor good with babies. I need a doctor good with Sona. I need a doctor who specializes in tonsillitis. So what's happening here? People are clearly are needing a specific doctor. Oh, another one also people ask is, is that I need, please recommend a specific doctor, but not Dr. Z. So then you like sit there wondering, oh, why don't they like Dr. Z? What happened with Dr. Z? Should we all not go to Dr. Z now? But yeah, so what's happening here is, is that people have got a whole big long list, a choice, a whole, you know, think about the olden days. We had the yellow pages. We had the telephone directory. Of course, that's all online now. But it's a case of there are so many options. You've got Dr. A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Okay. How do you know? Who do you choose? And so what's happening instead, you know, probably in the olden days before social media, we would go into a situation of, you know, ask your friends, ask your family. But now, of course, we have these extended friends and family because we've got social media and some people have got thousands of connections and or not only their own Facebook page or their own social media page, whichever one that is, they're also asking on the groups. So, you know, the specific city group or the specific town group or I love whoever group. Um, and so they're expanding the list of people who are able to give them information. But what's happening is, yes, you're going to get 50 replies, 70 replies, 90 replies, but you're still going to get the list. You're still going to get the list as if you'd opened the yellow pages and said, okay, I'm looking for a specific doctor and, you know, general practitioner. You're going to get a list of all the general practitioners. And instead of getting 200, now you get 50. So it's still a case of, oh, where do you start? Now, what we've got to understand is, is that when you ask your family and friends, hopefully they really know you. They know about you. They know about your specific situation. They may have seen what kind of person you are, what kind of symptoms you're living with. But when you just ask out there, Jim, I need. What I've also seen is, is that people reply with names. You know, I'm looking for somebody who does gastroscopes. Okay. And Jim, they reply with a whole bunch of names or I'm looking for a specific kind of doctor. And then, you know, I can look through the names and think, oh, but this one isn't, and that one doesn't, and this one doesn't do that, and this one actually isn't an expert on whatever. But, of course, the general 
the general public doesn't know that. So, you know, so what I'm saying is, is that we shouldn't reach out for specific, we should not do it. But just to be aware of, you know, what does it actually mean? I'm looking for a good doctor, okay? Um, or I'm looking for the best so-and-so, or I'm looking for what? Based on what? So you've got to ask yourself, well, you know, are you looking for a doctor who listens to you? Are you looking for a doctor who understands your specific situation? Are you looking for somebody who's going to sit and ask you questions and allow you to have an input into what's wrong with you or what's not wrong with you or how to make you better? And that's where people sort of reach out and they they have um, just like a blanket, I'm looking for a good person. So what's happening is, is that people are recommending, oh, Dr. X, Dr. Y, Dr. Z, based on, oh, I know Dr. X, Dr. Y, Dr. Z. But whether they will be good for you, only you know. Only once you've been to see the person will you know that Dr. X, Y, and Z are good for you and which one would suit you better. What's also happening is, is that people mention their friends, they mention people they went to university with, they mention all sorts of things. So it's not necessarily that they have been, you know, say for instance, you've taken your children to a doctor for tonsillitis, doesn't mean that you've taken your children to a doctor for measles or for uh, specific developmental issues you're having with your children or learning problems. Um, and so sometimes it's like, oh, I've been to that doctor for this, therefore they must be good at something else as well. And not for a moment am I saying that doctors aren't good at a whole bunch of things, but it just seems like whenever I look at the recommendations, I'm thinking, gee, they're a bit meaningless. Okay, but let's go off for a break. And when we come back, we can look at the list of things that you could be looking for and also where you can look for a specific doctor that you're looking for. But let's pop out for that break. Would you mind if I talk to you for a second about a little something that's on my mind? But a woman really needs. You know you're out here running around thinking you guys give to every woman. But you need to take care of the one that you have at home. Can't be leaving her there all alone. Now listen to me. Sit down with your lady. Listen to what she has to say. Don't be so quick to talk about yourself It'll only push her away Cause a woman is sensitive In a heavy way You have to make her feel special Each and every day You got to treat her right oh, Make her feel yeah. special Yeah. Make her feel special. You gotta make her feel wanted, treated right, and needed. Make her 
thing it took to get that woman hooked. Gonna take the same thing to keep her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can't keep going through the motions like she's not there. You gotta make that woman feel that you. When she get tired of that, ask her what else does she want you to do, 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 Phil. How's it be? Welcome back, man. Thanks. How was your holiday? Yeah, it was cool, eh? Uh, it's just nice spending some time with your own people and chilling. What? Uh, what I meant was you have your people and I have mine and sometimes we spend time apart. Oh, my people. Family. I meant family. Well, we all family, obviously. One nation together. Brothers. Oh, brothers. We're brothers. Bros. Now. Bros. You know, I've got loads of friends that are like my brothers. Well, well, just the one friend, but we're super tight. You'd love him. All right, Phil. Okay. Jeez, why can't we all just be? Like, not be. <laughs> you said that. You did. You said it. Um, we should go out and watch soccer sometime. I'm a bugger, bugger. Mm-mm. Some people just can't stop themselves. That's why the new Volkswagen Golf 7 comes with brake assist. Volkswagen. We make the future real. You're listening to Vuga Online Radio. Welcome back. You are tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist. Today's show is different. There's no guest. There's me. And we're talking about how often I'm seeing on social media where people are reaching out to people they don't know to say, please recommend a doctor for me, a specific doctor. Sometimes they're saying, oh, just a good doctor. Sometimes they're saying, I'm looking for an orthopedic surgeon. Sometimes they're saying... Um, I'm looking for somebody who specialized in something. And then, of course, they're getting this whole list of options. And it always amazes me and I suppose amuses me in a way in that now the person's got a list of 50 or a list of 100. What on earth, how are they going to choose? And, you know, maybe the human thing is to see, oh, this one got recommended or this one got mentioned 10 times. So, and the others were only four times or once. And so let's go with the 10 times person. But what can we look at? What is good? Okay. So when you're saying, okay, I'm looking for a good doctor. Have you ever thought about what does that mean? What are you actually looking for? And so what actually happens is, is that sometimes 
what you're meaning but not saying is, is that you're looking for a doctor who treats you with respect. That's the first thing. Somebody who listens to you and engages with you and maybe even sits on your side of the table and makes sure that you um, understand what they're saying. Now, I've always said that if you had to ask people who step out of a doctor's room or rooms, you know, what's wrong with you? What did the doctor say? What do you have to do? You know, they go like, oh, I don't know. All right. And so it's very important that you have somebody who listens to your opinion, who listens to your concerns, who has you being an involved person in your own healthcare, that they're not going to just dictate to you, I'll do X, Y, Z, run along, off you go. Um, what, I, what I've also seen is, is that a lot of people feel, uh, what could the word be? They feel... Um, not threatened, but they, they almost feel like, oh, scared. They feel scared sitting in the doctor's room or like, oh, and then I wanted to ask about, but I was too scared to ask or I didn't know how to ask. So it's also good to like take a list of questions with you of saying, okay, help me understand. And when your doctor speaks to you in medical mumbo jumbo lingo, you go, no, hang ten. Remember, I'm not the doctor. I need it in every day, whatever language. So also talking about languages, it's also very important that whatever your language is, can your doctor or somebody in the doctor's rooms speak to you in your language or make themselves understood? So it's a bit like playing charades of what is the story. Okay. All right. And then something else I'm seeing, obviously, from being a a patient myself and also from being um, the wife of a patient or the mother of a patient that you get some doctors who have like a whole system going and it's very much about you know here's the whole system you are just a widget and you just like put on the conveyor belt in the system and chip, off we go along the system and it's yeah it's a bit like crazy um Yes. So what I've also seen that you're wanting somebody to explain things to you so that, you know, did they draw you pictures? Did they explain the anatomy? Because not everyone understands where a prostate is or how, you know, where actually is a kidney or how many kidneys do we have or what do kidneys do? So it's so important that you, you have somebody who stops for long enough to draw a picture for you to explain what the options are, to explain to you or to even check with you that you do understand what, what is happening or what's not happening or what the options are. Okay, so very important. Um, and often the only way you're going to find out is was I listened to, was I respected, was I any of them, could I ask questions? Or did I feel like, oh, I'm a sit here and just be like, um, you know, the olden days when we were at school and the, the teacher or the headmistress called you into the office and you were just in trouble and you must sit in the corner and not talk. So that you don't want to feel like that in your doctor, with your doctor. So what kind of things, you know, where would you find a specific healthcare professional? And this is where we need to look at things like, um yes ask your friends okay but remember the entire social media footprint 
in your specific town. They're not your friends. They don't know what you need. So also being specific about what you're looking for, what you're needing. Okay. So not just, oh, I'm looking for a GP. Okay. Um, then a good place to start, assuming that you have medical aid, is to check with your medical aid, taking into account that some medical aids don't allow you to just go and visit anyone because they've got a specific network of doctors that they your network of healthcare professionals. And so it's like, you know, as much as you would like to go to Dr. X, no, you can't because Dr. X isn't on the list. Okay. Um, what also happens that often something happens to your current general practitioner, for instance, where they are moving, they're going out of practice, they're retiring, or you're moving. Okay. And it would always be a good place to start because I would hope that your family GP has, has got to know you over the years and that they can refer you to somebody who would be appropriate for you. What you also find is, is that a lot of GPs sell their practice to the next person. And it's a case of like, you know, stay with that person, check them out because maybe they absolutely what you're needing as well. So that's what you can do. Um, yeah, and then once you've got that short list, um, preferably not 50, okay, <laughs> when, once you've got a short list of two, three, or four, you know, maybe five at a push, then it's about phoning the rooms and seeing, okay, what else do we like? Did you like the way they answer the phone? Did they answer the phone? Were they willing to answer questions that you could have? And so some of the questions could be, um, is the doctor taking more patients? So a lot of specialists, for instance, don't take more patients. They are filled up to the top and there's no more space for more patients. So check. It's pointless if you're saying, oh, I really want this doctor, but they're not taking any more patients. Then it would be things like, um, does your doctor work in a partnership? That often happens from a gynae point of view or from an obstetrician point of view where you are pregnant and you are going to have your baby with doctor whoever and then jump they're out of town at a conference or they are traveling or they're not available and suddenly you get the partner who you've never met who you don't know who you don't have no bond with so that's the same as if you just walked into any of doctor meanwhile you've spent all this time in your relationship with your specific doctor and then when you really need them to deliver your baby they're out of town so um, it's important then to say that if my doctor's away, who will look after me? And then they could say, oh, Dr. W is on call. Or how does, how does this doctor work? Does he have specific partners or does he have rotational doctors who fill in for them? All right. And then, of course, saying there's nothing wrong with saying, does the doctor have experience with a specific situation? Do they work with? Okay, do they work with children? Um, then an important question is, how long is the waiting list? You often see on social media <laughs> that somebody is looking for a therapist, for instance, or a psychiatrist or a counselor, and they can't get an appointment before two months, three more months, four months, six months. So, you know, people would say, oh, well, then that person must be really good. 
but it doesn't help you if they're really good and they can't see you. Then things like what happens, what's your cancellation policy? Do I can, can I cancel an appointment? Because, you know, life happens. Also things like um, do I have to pay cash up front? So a lot of specialists work with, yes, they might be within medical aid rates, but you've got to pay a specific cash amount up front or you've got to pay a cash amount together with whatever it is that the medical aid pays. Some specialist work that you've got to send, you've got to settle the bill, and then you send the invoice to the medical aid, and the medical aid pays you. And, of course, not everybody has cash flow to be able to do that or just available funds to pay out thousands. So it's always better knowing that. Then also things like how long are appointments? Um, you know, are you paying a certain amount and your appointment is two and a half minutes? Do you want to go to a doctor who is more um, detail-oriented, who spends longer with their patients? Okay. Um, then something else you would need to know is, does your doctor dispense drugs? So that is important to some people because they don't like going to the pharmacy afterwards. They like paying like a cash, a cash call that includes specific drugs that you may need. Um, yeah, and so those those are just some of the things that could be taken into account. And you are perfectly allowed to phone any doctor's room and ask questions. But while we're busy asking questions, let's pop out for a break. And when we come back, we're going to look at how you need to reflect on a call that you might have gone to or a doctor's appointment that you might have gone to. But let's go for that break. At Grants, we believe all good things start with three. Because three isn't a crowd, it's company. Three, it always starts the party. Triple the characters, the moves, the memories. Grants, aged in three types of wood for a smooth taste. Triple wood, triple good. You're listening to Vuga Online Radio. Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Pust. Today, different show, still the same people, still me, <laughs> and reminding you that you are loved and that you matter and that you are not alone. But also we are talking to today about how often I'm seeing on social media where people are reaching out on social media to people they don't know from a bar of soap saying, please recommend a doctor for me. Um, and, you know, they're using sometimes quite specific, um, like I like a good doctor, but what does good mean? Or I'd like, um, I'm looking for an orthopedic surgeon. And you know what, if you ask if enough people reply, I'm looking for an orthopedic surgeon. You'll get every single orthopedic surgeon in the area that you're in. So it does seem to be pointless. And I always imagine people now getting this whole list of, oh, but this one, you know, this one, this one, this one. And so you now, even if you have 10 names, where do you start with 10 names? So, yes, important then that you get down to a shortlist that you've checked with your medical aid, for instance, but also that you 
feel free and able to be able to phone each room and ask questions. And as much as, you know, for instance, the doctor may be amazing, if the reception staff are nightmares and dragons, you still have to work with them. You still have to be able to gain access to the doctor through the dragon receptionist. So once you've gone to an actual appointment, you know, whether it's like one appointment, it's important that you sit quietly with yourself and reflect on the appointment and ask yourself, did I like the doctor? Did I feel comfortable? Did I feel safe? Did I feel like they were able to solve the problem? Did I feel like they were respectful of me being the patient and that I'm not just a nothing in the equation? Uh, my opinion as a patient is hugely important because as a patient, nobody knows your body better than you do. Nobody knows what you're experiencing or not experiencing better than you do. And if you're not able or don't feel that you're able to share what you're experiencing or to describe it or that your appointment feels rushed, that's not a good place to be. That's not a safe space. And remember also we've had the show with Dr. Brenda where she was talking about how we as patients have a huge role to play in our own patient safety. So it's important then that the, the doctor you're with is, yes, a professional, is qualified, but takes time to listen to you, takes time for you to answer your questions. And a huge big thing for me, I mean, I've even seen personally where my husband had prostate cancer and no one ever explained to him, you know, what is a prostate? Where is it? Can we draw you a picture? What does it mean? What are the, what are the options? Um, and it was only when I gone with him, with him on an appointment, and then obviously I have medical background, um, that things then changed. And you're thinking, whoa, let's, let's leave this doctor, not staying here. And that's exactly what we did. But a lot of the general public doesn't feel they have an option, doesn't feel that they have got um, a say in which doctor they're with. So take that time to reflect, to go, was it good? Wasn't it good? Of course, yes, you, you might be scared. You might not understand things. But then ask, remind the doctor that they have the medical degree, not you. And so could they please explain in everyday language about what and how and if and drop it just for you? It doesn't make you stupid. It just makes you invested in your own healthcare in you getting healing, in you finding a solution to what it is that's affecting you. So, yes, so quite important. Um, and, I, you know, the whole show has really come about, you know, every single day on, on different social media. I'm seeing people saying, oh, I need a. Also, taking into account that if what you're asking is so important to you, why are we asking, you know, almost like ask the audience, you know, in um, I want to be a millionaire, you know, or whatever it's called, about oh, ask the audience, okay? And so is it like if you're willing to, to risk your own health on people who don't know you, don't actually know what it is that you're looking for, 
I mean, it's a big gamble. Of course, maybe you are a high, high risk, um, you know, that you love high risk and you're not risk averse, in which case, yes, ask the general public, hey, I'm looking for a good doctor. But one person's good is not the next person's good. And so, yes, so that's just the message that I was wanting to bring to you today. Um, I hope that it helps. I hope that you do sit and reflect and go, mm, that one was horrible. Okay. But then also why, why, what made them horrible? And, you know, those ones where you say like, oh, I'm looking for a Dr. X, but as long as it's not Dr. Z. Okay. What made Dr. Z wrong? And will Dr. Z be wrong? Because Dr. Z was wrong for you. Will Dr. Z be wrong for everybody? Okay, so let's go for another break. And then I'm wanting to speak to you about something really exciting. Ik is thans bij de Appliance Bank. Dit is een programma waar ik leer om um, ketels, strijkijsters, fridges en alle andere appliances recht te maken. The program takes two years. When you're doing something that you love, you don't feel the time. I didn't only learn how to fix appliances, but I also learned life skills and business skills. If checkers didn't donate these appliances to the appliance bank, I think most of it will end up in landfills and will be wasted all over. I run my own little business. I do find joy in doing what I'm doing now. I would one day like to teach people about the appliances, if how the appliances work and stuff. I've got uh, a passion on standing in front of people and pouring my knowledge to them. By giving people opportunities, it helps the communities. You're listening to VUGA Online. You are rocking with the best. Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist. Another show, this time no guest, just me, talking to you about a few things. So something else that I was wanting to speak to you about is just to say thank you so much for all the input into the show Thank you for your questions. I know sometimes they're not public questions or they're not public input because you might be embarrassed um, or you might wanting it to be personal and that it's confidential. So thank you for that. Also, it's very important. Remember that this show doesn't just exist on its own. It's not just me talking to um, you are all out there. Okay. And it's so important that we also have a show that you are wanting to see. So please contact me with what kind of topics you're looking for, what kind of topics you have enjoyed or would like more of, or let's expand on specific things. Because you know, there's there are hundreds and hundreds of possibilities of shows. I know that there has been a lot of downloads of um, the podcast and that people are listening live or they're listening, you know, remember the shows at um, just after midday on a Thursday. I know that some people are not able to listen to it then. So they are listening later on at eight o'clock when it's repeated on Thursday, or they're going to the podcast link and listening to it afterwards. So thank you for that. It does make a difference. And it is exciting for me and like it's, gives me a, like a good bubble in my tummy of knowing that it is making a difference to people. What else did I want to talk to you about? I'm sure that you've seen VUCA speaking about the Inspiration Conference, which is now in a few days' time. Have you bought your ticket? It's so important that you're there, that you come along. 
you know, VUCA is trying and is succeeding at being a different radio station, of not coming up with the news that is negative, that is just weighing everyone down. VUCA is very much that online radio, yes, but your inspiration radio station of finding hope for people, of feeding people, of saying, hey, what can we do together? What are the endless possibilities? How can we make a difference? And they're not only talking about it, but actually acting on it. And so extending that whole theme, that's why we do have this whole inspiration conference on the 5th of of, um, August. It's the whole day. And we have got lots of speakers, lots of different panels, lots of different topics. But it's just seeing as well that, you know, together we can do so much that we can't necessarily do on our own. But together we are a better resource. Together we are stronger. And so it's really so important that you be there. Now, please, there are a few tickets left. It's so important that you book your ticket and I will see you in a few days. What I'm going to be speaking about is the fact that humble is not hidden. And people said, huh, Colleen, what's going on here? As a coach, I see so many people that get don't want to be arrogant. And so they muddle up, yes, we don't want to be arrogant, so we've got to be humble. But they have this idea that humble, as much as arrogant is out there and in your face, that humble is hidden away and under the desk. And so at this inspiration conference, I'm going to be chatting and speaking to the audience just to to change that idea that you need to be less than, that you need to be, I always picture a balloon that has to deflate to be able to fit into a place. And what I'm going to ask people on Saturday is that we don't feel that we are obliged to deflate to be less than. Hugely important message. And I can't wait to meet you. I know that we're going to have tea. We're going to have lunch. We're going to have so much fun together. And yes, I look forward to, you know, you get to hear my voice all the time. (laughs) And, And depending on, you know, even when it's on a radio, when it's on the video channel, you even get to see me. But I don't get to see you. So I can't wait to meet you all in person. So with that, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you're not alone. I'll see you soon.